PA studios in the heart of Burbank, California. This is Ken Goes Live. Tonight's special guest from Amateur Hour Films and The Wanger Show, Christian Ruvacaba. Now your host, me, Ken Napsok. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the first ever episode of Ken Goes Live. What is Ken Goes Live? It's me going live. Get it? The title says it all, but it's a show about life, pop culture, uh, the things that matter, the things that don't, and the special people in our lives here at the Good People Association. Thank you so much. I think you can even hear the Burbank Fire Department joining the show as well. They always do. Uh, we are going to have a lot of fun. We're also uh, going to talk about uh, uh, silly things, like I said. We're going to have video segments. This show could be a lot of different things. We're happy to have you here uh, being part of the Good People Association. We have some uh, housekeeping notes up top as always if, if if you like to Streamlabs and super chats are, are just donations that help the show help the company help the brand but also portions of those uh, proceeds go towards charities we've been highlighting for the last couple of weeks here the Trevor project at trevorproject.org the trevorproject.org check them out saving young LGBTQ lives they do great work we are supporting them beyond Pride month because I do believe pride should go beyond a 30-day period. Also, we want to uh, let you know, if you haven't heard already, we have a podcast network that is powered by the good people at Blue Wire Podcast. They're doing great things, including a studio in Wynn, uh, Las Vegas, the casino in Vegas, the Wynn Casino. Blue Wire is their own exclusive podcast studio. Uh, uh, many podcasts will be there. We hope GPA will be one of them. We're, we're trying to cook something up. Uh, so the podcast is available wherever podcasts are, are found. And if we search and we're not there, just let us know. Search for Good People Association, and it will be our podcast feed. Uh, all the shows uh, from the YouTube side will be on there, but also exclusive programming. We also have The Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda on a separate feed. And we also have Casterly Talk, my Game of Thrones podcast, Celebrate and Digging Deep into the World of Ice and Fire is back up and running and will be uh, having new episodes shortly on its own podcast feed. Also want to announce, and I'm sorry for the housekeeping up top, but then we'll get into the goods. We'll get good. You know, I'm sipping uh, some nice uh, pineapple truly. Not a sponsor, but mmm. That's good. Seltzer water. Uh, we will not be having a live programming until uh, Tuesday, uh, the uh, 6th of July, when David Moore joins me on the Positivity Report uh, because uh, Josh McCuga and, and Amanda and Rosie are traveling. We're going to celebrate the holiday, get some other stuff done, get a chance to press the reset button. You know, Kaika Shively actually lives here, so we're going to let him go home for once. But one final broadcast will be tomorrow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash goodpeoplegpa. I have been challenged. My honor has been called into question, and Ikaika Shively and I, are going to have a home run derby to settle it all over there on Twitch. I will keep keep this photo up here, Ikaika. Let's break this down. You um you look really good, better than my photo, which was so old. I had to find a way to clip it out. <laughs> I am worse in real life at baseball than I am at MLB the Show, and I'm pretty bad at MLB the Show. So so what it's going to be? It's going to be three out of five rounds to start. You know, uh, what are we going to do? We're going to figure it out. We'll probably never want to stop playing. Um, Ikaka, have you thought about what player you're going to choose? I imagine you're going to go an Oakland Athletic, yeah? I might go the first round, but I don't think they'll perform as well, just like they do in the playoffs. So mm. I'll probably go with probably a Yankee. You're going to go? No, you can't. A Yankee? You're going to go with my Yanks? I might go with Stanton. Wow. Maybe I'll go with Fernando Tatis Jr. Though I'm a little bit better with a lefty. I don't I mean, know. If if Otani's stats are decent in the game, I might pick him. That's that's uh, that's the key there. So that's coming tomorrow your way, 3 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash good people GPA. Uh, we are uh, we're starting this uh, fun thing here. Ken goes live, we're gonna see where it goes. But this is where we've reached the top of the show. All right, so what am I gonna do in this segment? I don't know. It could be monologue jokes, it could be me eating Del Taco for sport, it could be what's on my mind. And often we like to bring a positive uh, light to everything. We like to talk. We like to laugh. We like to chat. And we're going to do a lot of that today. Sometimes there's things going on in the world and you just can't ignore it. And I'm speaking from the hip there. There's nothing here, nothing on my screen about uh, anything I'm going to talk about right now. So uh, I apologize if I uh, go down a path and, uh, you know, maybe step in something I don't want to here. But I, I got to talk about the, the two the two polar opposites of, of the big news of the week that is uh, kind of vexing me and vexing a lot of us here. Uh, on one side, we have the big lesson that if uh, you want to have a good, healthy life, just make sure you're rich. Uh, make sure you're rich and have the, the lawyers that might get you out of things on a technicality uh, or like get a good settlement for a couple million dollars and erase your sins. 
I'm not a legal expert. I'm not here to comment on that. I'm not here to go into the uh, depths of what happened with the uh, Bill Cosby uh, ruling to get him on out or James Frank or even what's going on now with Trevor Bauer of the Dodgers. But you see a theme here. There's uh, men and power and money. And by the way, I enjoy power. I enjoy money. And I am friends with men, and I am one as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm not here to comment on any of those, but it, that, that's a theme. Power, men, sexual assaults, sexual control, all these kind of things that keep coming on up and have come up time and time again these last few years. They've been in the spotlight. On the other side this week comes the idea that uh, Britney, the idea of Britney Spears and Free Britney, uh, not today, Britney, not today, Britney. And it's, again, something I'm not going to go into the details of, something I don't know all the legal uh, legalese and legal corners of conservatorships and all this kind of things. But I, it got me thinking as I was walking to the studio today. It got me uh, vexed. It got me angry. It got me confused. And, and the message that this, uh, these two things, they're competing against each other. And I just go back to the early 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s, a golden age where I had more hair and less gray but also, Britney Spears was becoming Britney Spears, uh, the queen of the world in a lot of ways. But I feel as though I, for one, need to apologize to Britney Spears. I was actually a fan, and we can talk, talk about her music. I got it. But you look back now, and every generation throws a hero up, up, up the pop charts. And then every generation loves tearing down those pop stars. They love tossing them up and then ripping them, ripping them down and, and having them fold on down, fall on down the hill and, and stumble into the gutter. And then we kick them, we throw dirt on them and we laugh all the way. I think that's one of the benefits of the last couple of years. Uh, our minds have been open to the humans behind all these uh, faces, behind all these celebrities. Is every celebrity deserving of your, your unadulterated love? No, they're human beings that make mistakes and that's part of the problem. I remember back in those days watching as the uh, over-sexualization of a teenager on the cover of Rolling Stone. Uh, she was tossed out there. Now look, she have some benefits? She's a success? Is she a sex symbol of her time? Can she be celebrated for that? Yeah. Is she, should she be celebrated as a, as a pop icon? Yes, absolutely. That's part of my point is. But it just seemed like it was just another day at the office for us, especially us men, lad culture as it was in the 90s and the early 2000s. The Maxim magazines, magazines and stuff, the chives. Hey, it's all great. Subscribe away. But at some point, we have to realize the damage that was done. And as Britney Spears was beating cars with, a, with, a, with a, a, an umbrella with a shaved head, and we all laughed. We all pointed and laughed. We made our jokes, and we snickered, and we said, yeah, but at least she was hot and rolling stone. The damage that was inflicted, the damage that has turned in, we tear these people down, particularly the women, and we don't let them control their own narrative. We don't let them control their own identity. We don't let them control their, themselves. That's what I see a lot this week. On one side, rich, powerful, free, and getting away with it all. On the other side, someone fighting for their simple right to make a choice about their own body. It can get you upset. It can get you disgusted. But we always love to find the good here. We always love to find the positivity and find the lessons. And I think that's what something is on my mind this week. What is the lesson? What is the lesson about what happened to Britney Spears and all the others? Let's look for it. Let's find it. And I don't have all the answers. I'm not here to say it. I'm just here to have fun, dress in a sport coat with a uh, pink pocket square, drink some Truly, and enjoy the world. But sometimes you got to look around. Sometimes you got to plug in. And sometimes you got to see and take responsibility for the damage that you might have contributed to, even if you didn't mean to. So, Britney Spears, I'm sorry. You should have seen what was happening to you way back then. But we always love to celebrate things, and she is a pop icon. And you know what? I absolutely love her music. You know why? I, I used to thumb my nose to it like a music snob that I was, like a rock DJ that I was. And then I heard a cover of one of her songs. And then I got to the core of the song. Yeah, she has a songwriting team behind She has a pop songwriting team behind all her music. I get it. But I got to the core of the song, and I got to the vibe, and I understood what she was putting out in the world. And I've been a fan ever since. So... In honor of that, before we bring on our guest, who's like, I thought I was coming here to eat tacos with Ken. Uh, let's uh, take a look at this, and then we'll bring on our guest after that.
It's that last one, that number one choice. Travis, baby, one more time. I saw Travis open up for Oasis, and they said that we dedicate this to all the music snobs in the world, and they played Baby One More Time, and I was like, I'm stupid, and I get it. So, Brittany, I, I'm sorry again. In Vegas, we're just getting started, but we are really started today. My first guest here, uh, the first, he's the guy. You kind of see him moving. We're having fun. By the way, shout out to Akaika Shively. I said, I have a vision of this show being shot a little different than some of the other things here. I have a vision of black and pinks and purple hues. I got thumbs up already. Uh, Brian Ward had a, came up with a great uh, logo color. Uh, that's, a, that's a 93% magenta right there. Uh, but Akaka Shively today, I came back to the studio from doing some Force Center work, and he was like, what about this? And we're always going to tinker, we're always going to try, but he came up with something great. So Akaka Shively, I give you a thumbs up, all right? Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. All right, uh, going to this shot here to introduce my guest today. He is from Amateur Films. He is from The Wanger Show. He is Christian Ruvalcaba. Welcome, buddy. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm sorry. Thank did, you. Did I get too serious for you? I was like, oh, did, did I have to prepare for this? I should have read up. I'm sorry, too, Brittany. I am. You should be. I'm sorry. You should be all the things you yeah. do. I, it's too much. I mean, you know, I like Toxic. I like that song. Like, I'm not asking you to dance to it. Let me ask you. I, prob- I probably did. Have you ever, and we're going to get to some great discussions about the stuff you guys got going on mm-hmm. in uh, Wangertown. We're going to get all that. Have you ever turned on Madonna's Like a Prayer, maybe turned down the lights, mm. just danced and sang along with your eyes closed? No, not Madonna. Probably Selena. I probably danced to okay. a lot of Selena, especially as a kid. Yeah. What what partic- particular Selena song got you? Um, hmm. The uh, uh, bitty bitty, a bitty bitty bomba. I mean, I, I mean, that sounds great. On the floor, uh, on the floor? Ikaika, is that the song? is that the Selena song you'd sing song? to? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Selena was like my like. Oh, Mexican American, great. Oh, I, I can identify to this. You this connect, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing about pop music, and and I'm fo- we're focusing on Britney today. With, you know, up, up top because of what happened. Uh, what's go- still going on, and yeah. I, I understand again. I'm, I'm not a legal commentator. Commentator, I'm not, the fight can st- can still go on, but but th- what was once considered guilty pleasures or throwaway pop, you can you, you know sometimes it is, sometimes it's manufactured. Some music is better than others. I, yeah. I'm totally here for that. But I love the ability just to put your hands in the air, wave them like you you just do not care, right, right. But also have the fun and connect to the spirit. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much Britney Spears. It was mostly Selena. Uh, I think. A little bit of Britney Spears, um, yeah. a lot, uh, you know, can't really think of any like Christina Aguilar. Aguilar, did you choose? No, I never chose. You know, I you was, don't. Ha- that's the beauty. You don't have to. I was just like, I'm just gonna listen to my metal in my corner. I was that weird <laughs> one. I was listening to like when did the me- when did System the- of a Down when at a young age and, and Avenged Sevenfold's your favorite. Yeah, right? that's another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're gonna find all about that. You you already booked for a future episode <laughs> of uh, Five Song Set. We're gonna look at Avenged Sevenfold. I figured I scared you. I, I want to know. And I went easy too. I was like, oh, these are just like, they've all been on the radio for the most part. Oh, that's what you could All the bands. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the want, bands. Yeah, the yeah. bands, yeah, because I didn't want to go like Black Dahlia Murder or. That's know. the name of a band or, a, or a, a murder? Band. It's a murder. Well, it is based off the. Have oh, you gone down to see the murder site? For Elizabeth Short? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No, I have okay. not. I thought that was, no, it wasn't San Francisco. It was here. No, it's here. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh mm-hmm. tell me. I'll tell you. Grace has a map in our place that has it. Mar- We're going to go do a death That's weird. No, it's not weird at all. It's not weird at all. Not weird at all. Uh, when did the metal hit in? When did that hit in? Um, probably elementary school. I think my dad was a huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he he loves rock, and he grew up on Van Halen and Metallica, okay. Iron Maiden, um, and uh, you know he like he just introduced me to a lot of that stuff. I would listen yeah. to the Iron Maiden. Um, uh, Number of the Beast. It was like their best hits album. Metallica's Black album. I grew up on that, and then a um, little bit of Van Halen, like yeah. here and they're not so much. He like that's like his. Yeah. Anytime Ellis posts something on Van Halen, yeah. like on Instagram, my dad will like chime in on something <laughs> like that. He gets all giddy. Um, but yeah, like a lot of that stuff, and yeah. then like I vividly remember listening to System of Down's Toxicity, like on on my way to a baseball game, as like a ten year old, like getting ex- like getting amped up for a game. Little, you know, little Christian's gonna go hit some heads with yeah. a bat, yeah. to play here, listening to Prison Song, and then going home to do multiplication, whenever whatever you did in were, math, and yeah. when you were ten years old. Were you on Common Core by then? No, no, uh-uh. mm. I don't think mm. so. Mm-mm. Uh, do you know that uh, 90s pop diva Kathy Dennis, who had some great songs, wrote Toxic for Britney Spears? Do you know that? No, I didn't Okay, not. Robbie Smith in chat wanted to make sure oh, you know okay. that. Kathy right, Dennis was great. Check mm. out Kathy Dennis. Uh, talk about late 80s, kind of early mm. 90s pop. 
uh, diva. That's great. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, here. What's going on? I, the title of this episode is Christian Ruvacaba builds an ark. Yeah. Now, what I mean by that, other than you're ready for any floods, uh, you and Brian and Cody Hall still going strong. Brian Perez going mm-hmm. strong as uh, Amateur Hour Films yeah. and Wangers. And you mm-hmm. went through this pandemic doing like all of us doing a lot of remote shows. Yeah. You're back in action with a brand new studio. We mm-hmm. love studios here. Yeah. You got yours. What? How? What? What? What got to that point? Uh, we had like slowly had a conversation about it and Mm. I think, I think like I mentioned to it to Brian on one show and I was like, oh, I miss being in a studio together. And then then he was just like, yeah, but you know, it's really easy doing it online. And it's true. It was very easy to just like switch everything on. Boom. Still wear. I mean, I still wear. wear. I'm still wearing sweatpants. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting out of that phase, but it was just very easy and convenient for us to do it. But um, then, you know, uh, I think Cody was like, oh, yeah, I, th- I think I worked it out so that I can be in studio. I, s- I sold my kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then from that moment, it's like, oh, game on. And then um, the idea was just to come in studio. Yeah. But then like my mind started racing. It's like, oh, what if we did a new set? What if we started yeah. doing new stuff? So I kind of mocked something up. I'd like showed it to my girlfriend, Amber. Amber. And then. She's like, can I try one? One pass? She's like, what's your vibe going for? And then she mocked one up. I was like, oh, cool. Mm. And so that's mm. what we went with. And then I was texting. I was like, hey, you remember the other day how you said maybe we can do in studio again? Yeah. What if we what? wanted to do a, a new you know, studio change? What do you think about that? And Cody was just like, you made something already, didn't you? <laughs> Send it over. And then that's kind of how it became. Uh, uh, I love this because, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, everyone through the pandemic it, it, it cr- mm-hmm. trying to be creative and trying to find things. We all made it work. We made it work here. Yeah. We were building this at the, I guess you could say, tail end of the height of the pandemic. We didn't yeah. know what we were doing. It's great to have you in person. Great mm-hmm. to have you. It does make a difference. Yeah. I'm fine with virtual. We're going to have some virtual guests on here and yeah. some virtual segments and trying to get Chasta Lynn to come on and do some stuff and, and Chip Dornell and all these people mm-hmm. I love, love to work with. But there, let's just there's 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 great sexual tension when you're in a room with Cody. Hall. <laughs> oh my god! The first show we were both like touching him on the leg. It was great <laughs> just with consent. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. With, no, absolutely. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. We'll ask Cody Hall. Yeah, we'll ask that. Cody Hall. I think in Cody, ten yeah. years he'd be like, "That wasn't consensual." <laughs> yeah, Cody and then Hall. We're all gonna get canceled. It's that, that, the whole thing. That's how Cody Hall gets his millions. <laughs> yeah, blood from a turnip at this point <laughs> from you. Um, did you now? I know you have a home studio. Yes, we won't divulge the exact location. No. Uh, every time I go over there, I'm, I'm worried that uh, I'm going to be hit by an errant baseball uh, <laughs> in a, at a local park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you guys have to? Um, did you did you have to make any deals with Amber? So yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, she's um, she's always just like, "When are you going to be a millionaire?" I'm like, "I'm trying. I'm trying so I'm damn trying. hard." Uh, no, honey, but, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, it was it was more so like you know we're gonna you know I told mm-hmm. her like we're gonna start doing in studio, but the second she was like, oh let me try a a pass at the at at a design, I'm like okay, she's in. You, you're, you, you're opening Pandora's box. Okay. Like once you open it, there's no turning back. So um, she helped design it, and then um, yeah, yeah, we just kind of sat there talked about. It. I was like, mm-hmm. they'll get here at a certain time. We'll wrap the show. We'll leave. Do blah blah blah. And then she's like, okay, but. I want you to, I want to have a list of things. Uh oh. Like list of things. So she, she wrote a bunch of stuff. She's like, here's kind of what the I ground want. rules. The ground rules as far as uh the apartment goes. Just make sure everything's clean, nice okay. and tidy. Pretty much and that was it. Have I been leaving it dirty when I come by there? No. Is it me? No. No one's and it's usually just me that <laughs> I'm more clean than she is. I hope she never sees this. But I'm wait like she'll <laughs> she she'll come into the she apartment. Doesn't your stuff. She, no, she doesn't. She'll come into the apartment and just throw her stuff everywhere. I'm like, ah, and I'm just like OCD where I'm just like <laughs> cleaning up everything. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. And you know, obviously, like try not to be too loud. But you know, we, I've I've we've been doing in person for the past like yeah. two maybe three weeks now. Yeah. And I always go and I was like. How were we tonight? And she's like, ah, it was fine. I was like, okay. Look, it's part of the compromise. It's part of, yeah. um, you know, some, I'm thankful I have I have this right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I have most of my home studio too. But after a while, like, you have to, you know, I have to, this is Grace's space as well. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so, and I think, I think any great relationship works on some sort of, uh, not just compromise, but literally a compromise deal. Yeah. Yeah, trade here. Yeah, yeah, and and it was all fair. Like even her having like a list of things, it was like, oh yeah, that's that's totally doable. And and plus, I'm I'm like that too. I like having a, a nice and clean, tidy. You're a clean place. guy. I, I try my best. I yeah. think a lot of post production guys are. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Akaika, you clean. You're pretty clean. 
Heather might say I'm not, but I think but, I kind of am. But here you're good. Yep. You don't leave rappers around. And, mm. uh, you know, I'm the one that trips on the wires. Oh, no, I'm very yeah. clean here. Yeah. I think it's just being... Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's all about, especially with, uh, I don't know, maybe from like previous jobs, it's just taking care of your stuff. Like yeah. I've I've worked with people that have been in production for so long mm-hmm. and have like left a mess with like lobs and microphones and cords like just tangled and just looking yeah. like like a disaster. And so like part of it is, you know, it, it being the apartment is one thing, but, it, you know, it's just taking care of your stuff, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, the more you take care of it, the, the longer it's going to last. Yeah, the, the the old camera guy at Screen Junkies, Ryan Handsome, mm. is what we used to call him. That mm. guy could fold a cord, a, a microphone cord, in a way that made me question my own sexuality. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I looked at him and said, "I see you in a different way." Mm-hmm. After that, the way you handled that cord, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. You know, it's a thing you, of art. You know who I think we have? I have to thank for that. It's probably Thad, because oh, Thad, Thad yeah. is like the go-to like Thad's production person ever. Yeah, it, like so much so, like when we were at Collider and we would like. You know, and it's no fault to him just because, mm-hmm. like, he's kind of a perfectionist that way. But, like, we would fold up a cord or something like that, and he would, like, take it and look and then just refold it himself, <laughs> you know? It's, like, it's like a little bit of charm, you know. Yeah, that, from, you from know, that. there's some stuff like that with Grace and I. Like, yeah. I, like I wash, I'm the dish keeper in the house. Mm-hmm. So, same. Same? Oh, yeah. 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 I do the dishes. So is Makuga. Yeah? I think it's a good job to get in the house. Come on. It's the yeah. new millennia. Yeah. yeah I, change I, it up. Change it up. I vacuum. I've been I don't do all that. through 2020 yeah. because I was home and yeah. jobless for most of the time. It was cooking, cleaning, yeah. doing most of that. That's good. Yeah. I bought Grace. Uh, we got we got a robot, one of the vacuum robots. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, it's the Roomba? The Roomba. Mm-hmm. The iRobot yeah. Roomba. It's yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. And it because it, you name it and it has uh, AI attached to it. Mm. I've had conversations with it. <laughs> I like that. So I think I think if if you really want to step up, maybe you want to add something new to your studio. Get uh, get Amber an uh, an eye robot, a okay. vacuum robot. It's better than a mini fridge. Yeah. Is that what she wanted? No, but you know what? How many things on her compromise deal list? And I I, I don't want you. I, if Amber's watching, she is the one that handles my contact order now. <laughs> She'll mess up my contacts if I do this wrong. Yeah. Uh, how many of the deals? You don't have to divulge the deals. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't actually involve the studio, but involved other parts of life. Like, all right, oh. you got to do that. Like, okay. no, it was mostly. If just I'm a, gonna let this happen. Okay. Yeah, it is mostly just apartment stuff. And mm. what I try to do, especially now on Mondays, is like as we're kind of figuring mm. out the schedule, it's just finish up my work day. If I can get a run in mm. before, um, like as soon as I get off work, just go for a run, get a nice cleanup, and then try to cook some dinner. So yeah. that way, it's just like, you know, like, mm. hey, look, got mm. some. I got some food ready. Might be cold. Just heat it up. You know. But um, yeah, no, nothing and nothing too crazy. It's been pretty cool. I want to come back to a, a thing about a runner here, but I want to address a super chat we got from the uh, wonderful Alden Diaz. Check out Alden Diaz and Octo Radio. I say that with a uh, great Star Wars podcast. He says, "Hey Ken, can you throw in some Deftones? KGBA is my favorite station. Wait, not kind of show. No, I'd love to do that. I would die. I would die if if ASCAP and BMI and all those songwriters unions and everything, which I get the artists paid. I, I believe in that. I would die if they would let us sign a like digital license to do." Mm. music stations it's pretty they cool. won't do it they can't no. do it mm. yeah they're yeah, harking back to your old dj days i would too. love it yeah i would love it i on my patreon my own personal patreon page i have i have uh, a, a patreon playlist i do mm. i call it kzok radio then i found out there's an actual a station in seattle <laughs> called kzok so i can't do you do, do like newer K-Zook. rock music i, too, I do it all if it's on spotify put it on and make okay. the playlist and then uh through anchor you can do it now too oh. but you have the listener has to have spotify premium so it's like okay. a, it's like a hard sell into over there mm. But it's, I would do that. It's so weird because I don't I don't listen to radio or anything. So I don't know like I don't know who's the the newest rock band. Who's the hottest rock band? Is it still Imagine Dragons? It's like definitely they, them. It's still them. Did I hear? Did I hear? We just scrape all my lyrics. <laughs> I, every time I go to the mall, I hear. I'm like, why are people still listening to this? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like who the? I don't even like. I listen to 88 foot by the KCSN of the college radio station, which is actually mm. not just a college radio okay. station, but it's a public radio yeah i mean i don't i think music in general i don't really search for anything new it's changed it's yeah. changed because you know the art of listening to the album is 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 gone and i'm all for moving forward but you mm-hmm. know if you if is there a nickname for avenge sevenfold like a, what you, a7x a7x that was my uh 
I saw, that's my uh, Yahoo username, A7X15 fan or whatever. I saw Alden <laughs> say that in chat. That yeah. makes sense. A7X. Yeah, yeah, that was their big, their big thing. That sounds like the like the scientific uh, name for a vaccine we all need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you do you listen to? Do you have like an album experience with them still, or do you just now just digital uh, song? And yeah, um, their second album. It's called Waken the Fallen. Of course um, it is. It's it's a like full on metalcore. So they scream and it's yeah. like half singing, half screaming, kind yeah. of like a mixture of all that. And my cousin, who was, like, hugely into metal, he's the mm. one that got me into it. He, like, showed me a music video, and I was like, whoa, what is, like, because I'd heard, like, Pantera yeah. before, they scream a little bit. Um, Metallica, like, you know, yeah. in his earlier days, he would kind of, like, especially, like, first album be kind of a, a little, like, yelly. But um, this is, like, a, a weird, raspy kind of, like, growl that I've, like, never heard in music before. Yeah. And I thought it was just so interesting and, and fast-paced. And so that kind of got me into like a lot of bands that would scream yeah. and sing and do all that you stuff. Like that. Oh, I love it. My friend, my my friend uh, was in a band, and he was in a couple of bands that got signed and everything. Mm-hmm. You know that story goes. But early two thousands, he was in a metalcore band yeah. called "I Got Shot in the Face," <laughs> or maybe it was "I Just Got Shot in the Face." Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, like Jeff, like, yeah. I don't know the long term potential of this band. <laughs> What are you trying to do here? Yeah, yeah, you get. I mean, you know, you get a. Lot, there's a lot of bands like uh, like Hannibal Corpse. You know, it's just like you get See. you get these names. Um, uh, I think there's a band called Dead Fetus, um, or Dying Fetus. I think it's what it's called. Excuse me, sorry. I, well, it's the name of the band. It's the name of the band. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say it if there was like an N word in there, but uh, well, you yeah, know, you yeah, know, yeah. it's. it's uh, so yeah, like, yeah, you know, you get you get a lot of these, and even you know, I grew up playing in metal bands. And so, by you know, N word, I mean neat. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, choosing choosing like a name yeah. that like stuck out. You know, like I, I was in a band. We were called I Am Infamy. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you got to be like dark and. Did uh, I? A lot of people don't know this. <laughs> there was a, about a six to seven month period where uh, I had I, everyone. A lot of people know I had hair down to my uh, belt. My wig. God, I miss that those hair days. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, uh, I used to paint my fingernails black. Fingernails. Oh, see, I never got that far. I wore black gloves, like the yeah. fingerless gloves and stuff. <laughs> of course, you did. Yeah, like you were gonna go uh, fix a car and yeah. then, uh, uh-huh. break into a bank. Wore, I mean, I'm wearing all black right now, but like it was like literally in middle school every day, all black, all black, all black, all. The time see mm-hmm. now i look back I'm, I'm more concerned for you now and i didn't know you um uh, <laughs> no it was all fine like you know like yeah. you know, we all have our hardships and whatnot and music is a great sure. outlet for all of that but it's, there was a there was always a misconception like you know i i got made fun of so much from yeah. either family members or friends of family really? members and stuff yeah they'd be like oh you listen to that rawr, 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 stuff and i was yeah. like yeah but you're it's listening f- no offense to like you know like mm-hmm you know, big say a band pops, that you're going to offend someone. Not with. a band, but like you know, they'd be like they 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 would make make fun of me. If you for say like Coldplay, a kike is going to get up and run out of here. I'm not a big fan of Coldplay. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was saying name two songs. <laughs> uh, uh, yellow. You don't even know. Oh, I know yellow. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Okay. I, th- I, I couldn't name a single song until they were at the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, that's Coldplay? <laughs> <laughs> I love you yeah. both. Uh, uh, everyone yeah. in chat's going through some great band names. Wake in the Fallen, Unholy Confessions. Christy McGee says Bucket Full of Teeth. Bucket Full, that's, that's good. That's a good Unholy name. Unholy Confessions is the first song of uh, Avenged Sevenfold that got oh, me into Oh, that. okay, that's not and a band Wake name. And Wake in the Falling is their album. Oh, then I'm just messing it all up They there. could be band names, too, though. The Hollows and Static Mattress. Uh, Robbie's going to call his uh, band Tired Old Heifers, I think. I like uh, that. A little bit of a Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, Rocco's like Modern mm-hmm. Life. Heifer. Uh, there you go. The Foreskin Snapper is a good name. And then Robbie <laughs> Smith says, I got shot in the face. No comment. Robbie's a dirty, dirty man. Um, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Kike is laughing at that. Uh, Chris Ramirez says, great haircut, Christian. Oh, thank you. You yeah. look at your beard game's on strong. I, I, on point. I don't thank think you. a lot of people give you credit for being the beard man that you are. Really? I mean, I, I would get compliments like here and there, and that's that's always nice. It's kind of weird. But yeah. also, yeah, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you look good. Any compliment is a good compliment, it's a good especially compliment. nowadays, you know. Do you love running because you're angry? <laughs> it's it's the cheapest therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not as and you know what's funny. I, I'm not as angry as I used to be. I think it's like it's the running. Well, it is the running. It's just me getting older. Like I, I got yeah. time to be. You got time angry. to be angry. Yeah, That's a good sign. I, I like, you know, I, I think like maybe yeah. like four or five years ago. Yeah, I was at my peak angry. College, I was pretty 
pretty well, that's, angry. That's and about cynical. the time I met you. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like angry about everything, just for like no reason. Yeah. And, um, now it's just like I'm too tired. You know, I just, <laughs> I got stuff to do, and 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 a lot of it's just like there's just no point in it. Um, sometimes I can't help it, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. you know that's like my own issues, but. Right. Um, you know, I try to suppress it as much as I can. Um, yeah, running, I, running, super therapeutic. Taking hot baths. I take hot baths. I mean, I might as well be dating you at this point because <laughs> this is everything Grace does. Grace runs every night about an hour on the treadmill, and oh, you nice. ask her why, and she's like, "I run so I don't kill." You know, that's, I don't know if she exactly said that as a quote, but I think she should. That's a cool metal name. That's cool. <laughs> that's I cool run band. because I because I won't kill. Thanks for everyone checking out in chat. You're watching the first episode of Ken Goes Live. We're chatting with uh, Christian Ruvacaba. Uh, we got more in a second. But first, we've got a video segment we're going to share for you here. It is uh, something that's going to be a regular segment here. You got a sample of it recently on the Positivity Report. But now it's our uh, first official episode here of the Robbie Minute. Enjoy. <laughs> tasty treat to beat the heat? Are you looking for something the whole family will enjoy? Or do you just need to eat your feelings? Even your hair looks sad. Well, have I got the perfect recipe for you. A festive and fun strawberry lemonade icebox cake. Get yourself an 8x8 baking dish, small enough for your freezer, but big enough to hold your internal shame. Next, take 12 golden sandwich cookies, dunk them in some lemonade, preferably purchased from a kid on the corner learning about capitalism, and create your first layer. Now, Fold in the juice and zest of one lemon to a 16-ounce container of frozen whipped topping. Slot some of that on a layer of cookies. Smooth it out and make it look perfect, like an Instagram filter. You know, the one that erases your stress lines and wrinkles so your face looks as smooth as Channing Tatum's ass. (laughs) Next, work out those aggressions you have about that ex who cheated on you with a pool boy and then had the balls to excuse it by saying he accidentally fell in by slicing out two pints of strawberries. Throw those on as your next layer. Repeat the process. Altogether, you'll have two layers, kind of like your feelings towards your parents. Cover the dish and stick it in your icebox. Let it chill for at least four hours. And ta-da, there you have it. A delicious summer treat. Cheaper than therapy and a hell of a lot sweeter, too. And this has been your Robbie Minute. This is fabulous. I could eat the whole thing. You look as though you already have. Special thanks to the great oh Robbie Smith, who's also in chat as one of our moderators. Robbie. Uh, uh, yeah, Robbie. Oh, my gosh. We're in the running for uh, the... Uh, I don't know who Robbie wants to marry first, you or I. Robbie. Yeah, we want to fight for it? Robbie, you want to answer that? <laughs> Maybe Go ahead and answer it, Robbie. And, uh, you know, all due respect to, to Robbie's partner. But, yeah, I, I think if we if we had some sort of pay-per-view event, I don't necessarily think we should wrestle for it, but maybe some kind of... Uh, a balloon fight. We're getting those big balloons just running each pillow other. Pillow fight. Pillow fight. Pillow fight. I don't know. I mean, all these YouTubers, they're boxing now. Yes. You can do this and do some of that boxing. Of all the wangers, <laughs> of the three of you, which one do you think will go on to a boxing career? Cody. Cody? Cody said he's boxed before. Mm-hmm. He's boxed somebody before. Wait a minute. He's boxed someone before or yeah. got into a fight at a bar? No, I can't. I don't think I, can, I don't think Cody's ever been to a fight at a bar, but I, I think I remember him saying that he... he 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 and his friends would like. They, mm-hmm. He was in a boxing match one time. Yeah, I, I can't fight. I'm not a fighter. Not a fighter. I've gotten fights before, but it's just like it's. Eh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've only gotten fights at work, uh, and mm. and and those are those are fun. Number one, but two also potentially all fights are dangerous. But Ikaika, mm-hmm. you kind of strike me as someone who secretly had a couple years where you fought everybody. I've never got, have been in a fight. I would want to be in a fight, but not get hurt. I just want to see if I can. Hold my ground, like knock someone out. You just wanted to like I would, cold. I would love to do like an MMA match with me versus Josh. Um, oh, <laughs> but like we have like boxing gloves on, so we really can't hurt each other. I watch those. I watch the UFCs all the time. Yeah, and any the first time they kick someone in the thigh, I'm like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> oh out. yeah, I'm out. That's out. Yeah, that's painful. Yeah, I've been one good solid punch in my life from the great uh, late great Rowdy Piper, and I felt mm. it for three days. My face was swollen for three days. Three best days of my life, that's as they awesome. always tell. Mm-hmm. It's good. Phil Svitex in chat. A lot of hey, you uh, have uh, maybe uh, seen Phil recently here on the Positivity Report. Go check out his. Uh, is uh, Indiegogo campaign uh, to support his film that's going on. Uh, Phil says both forms of therapy from this show work in unison. Step one, eat that. Two, run. Three, repeat. 
I think Phil's on to something there. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's helped me. Like, I go for a run, and then, Amber, what do you want for dinner? In and out? Okay. Oh, that's and the cycle continues. It's and 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 the pain goes on. The pain goes. I on. used to work out at my uh, my uh, friend's house, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a big, full, fully functional garage. Dems is my friend, who's a pro wrestler and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I go over there, and it would be about a thirty to forty minute drive from my house in Studio City. Drive over to Northridge to work out, mm-hmm. get good work, good sweat. Yeah, pull out in the street, McDonald's right across the street. The amount of times I did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll run extra harder tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's just the thing, man. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It keep, it keeps going. Amber gets on me. She's like, "You need a running's cool, but like, she's like, your arms are getting a little, little skinny there." Ah. I'm like, "Yeah, but who am I? Who am I gonna you know defend what? people in 20 yeah. years when global warming has officially taken over the planet and we're living yeah. in a wasteland? Maybe we, I should. Well, we're gonna have to learn to fight. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. I think that's when I want Shively on my team. Ikaika, uh, what kind of fighter would you think you would be? A ground and pound? He looks like a biter. <sighs> what? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I'd be ground. Like I did once in jiu-jitsu class once, Ooh. and it was really fun. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm not flexible by any means, but if I could do wrestling and, and ground and pound, that'd be fun, too. Wrestling mm. and ground and pound. Stand up. I, I don't have the cardio for I that. think I could wrestle. Yeah? I think I could. People I, told me that I should have wrestled in high school. You got the build for it. The, I think so. The broad shoulders, yeah. shorter frame, yeah. which means uh, less to grab. Yeah. Um, I, you, you, except for, you know. Robbie. Robbie. Um, <laughs> Phil says he earned it, get no regrets. Kristen McGee says, I'll fight everyone. Robbie is married oh. to me. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, my parents tried, you know, I guess they're like, I, I guess Ken should do sports. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sports fan. I grew into being a sports fan. Yeah. But at the time, I wasn't. So they signed me up for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Greco Roman, uh, all what, what you get, what you got. This is before I was, I was a pro wrestling fan, but so they were like, oh, maybe this will work. I didn't, you know, uh, the differences uh, were lost on me at the time. I'm like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and so I went to one wrestling class, yeah, and did the whole thing when you get on all fours, mm-hmm. giggity, and then you get thrown around, and I was like, I was so scared. Mm-hmm. And then my parents picked me up, took me out of the class early, and they were like, "What? Like what? we found out how much the shoes cost. You're not doing that." Oh, mm-hmm. and I, I wonder. I don't think I would have gone on to the Olympics. It. Mm-hmm. But it, what what kind of confidence would have given? Because sports can breed a lot of bad things. I think yeah. it brings a lot of good things. Confidence might have helped. I think of the opposite, the reverse. If yeah. if I would have quit baseball earlier, because I wasn't like, it's great. I wasn't playing my junior or senior okay. year. There was like a lot of stuff going on and. Maybe that's where a lot of the anger came in, where it's just like I'm doing everything I can yes. to like try to start, yeah. But I just they just won't start me, and you know I didn't think I was even that good. They probably had a right to you know not start me, but a lot yeah. of me at the time was just like I'm. Anytime I play, I'm doing good. I'm doing exactly what they want, but they're still not. They not just don't trust it. me. There's so, so you got angry. Yeah, that's probably a lot of the origins of it. But then I think mm. you know. It's a lot of like, you know, when I got into like making shorts and sketches and stuff, it's like, yeah. oh, I wish I would have done that sooner. So yeah. I could have just learned a lot more, especially during those times. Do you, and yeah. Do yeah. you do you find with like something like that and finally getting to make films or finally, you know, and taking that big step, do you find that, man, you know, I kind of hear in your voice there of like, I wish I'd done it earlier. I wish things, and you can't go back and change things. You can't, you yeah. got to learn from the past. You got to move on from the past. And, mm-hmm. uh, but, I feel that too. Of like some things that I thought were impossible, then once you get there, yeah, they're not. No, no, that's that's it. like there would be thoughts because I remember, like when I was a kid, like in middle school, mm-hmm. we we made like jackass videos. We yeah. had like a, a big DV camera. We oh, we yeah. couldn't even have like a battery for it. It had to be attached to the wall. Like right. how, that's how cheap it was. We just record a tape, and we would just be recording ourselves doing silly stuff. Like never edited or anything like that. But it was just still, it was fun to do that. And yeah. then in high school. I was on a project my junior year in a video class, and we had to make a short film. And I was stuck like writing and directing because I, I was the I was a junior with a bunch of seniors, and the yeah. seniors just didn't care. Didn't care. And I loved that. I, I I loved doing all of it, but they kind yeah. of I saw like the final edit, and it was just like they just didn't care. Yeah. And so maybe it, like further discouraged me into doing it. But man, it would have been so much cooler if if I like stuck with it. Yeah. 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 I, I I just find that. I find mm-hmm. that the case. It's like yeah. you get through it, you try it, you know, and then you've come out the other side and you're like, well, that was way easier than I thought. It's also... And we do that to ourselves all the time. Like, oh, getting a camera. Cameras are expensive. Uh, oh, right. doing a podcast. Oh, microphones are expensive. And then when you start getting into it and we're like, oh, okay, just get this one and then just get this one. And then you slowly, mm-hmm. gradually get to it. And then you yep. start, then you do your first podcast. It's like, wow, this is possible. Right. And... 
I think that's how it was for me when I I, I did a YouTube channel like just reviewing movies for, just because I wanted to talk about it. Cobster reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Can't find any of those reviews. <laughs> no, sir. I buried that name. Buried all of them. Brian got one soundbite out of them, and nope. Well, we gave, gave it to him, but that's it. No more. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah. I think I, you know. I don't need to pull a life lesson out of every conversation I have, but it's but fine. I think it's important, especially for what we're trying to do here, at the Good People Association, and you out there listening. Any, anything you, you you got going on? Anything that that you're you're kind of. Uh, you know, uh, struggling with, you get through the other side. Look, some things are really hard. Some things hurt. Some things knock you back. But you get through the other side, and you're like, oh, I can do this. Our, our friend Phil's in chat. I mean, Phil's about to go to another country to Ooh. make a movie. Oh. Uh, and his third uh, feature-length film. And, and and I think there's a lot of him kind of realizing, yeah, I've done this. And I know I can do this. I, I can help other people do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I obstacles and questions and doubt we can struggle with that later. Let's just move forward and do it. And it's pretty powerful when you get into that point of life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no point in looking mm-hmm. back. Oh, I wish I would have done this. I mean, you yep. can you can feel nostalgic nostalgic for it, yep. but you know you're living now. It's just like okay, we have yeah. the stuff that we have now. Just, yep. just go out there and do it. Nostalgia, dep- depression is something I suffer. Is such a um, you know you're so worried about the past, and anxiety is more of a worry about the future. And, mm-hmm. and, and those are all both, both natural and and yeah. real. And and the thought, but yeah, the, you mentioned like the nostalgia just being like it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, than just to oh, yeah. let something because you know stuff sticks with you. Stuff yeah. sticks with you, and uh, and that's why you run. That's why I run. Well, we had a great discussion on the, on the positive report this morning about therapy with Wendy Lee, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things to do. Late to the parties in chat, uh, Vanessa oh. and Robert, and even though Vanessa and Robert are two of the worst people in the world, uh, they they agree with us. Say no true so statement, build it bit by bit, and and check out uh, late to the party. If you guys, uh, if you're one of the GPA fans who kind of came from the Shinedown world, swing on over to uh, to late 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 to the party. Great reaction videos. Great people uh, and good stuff there. Matthew Stokes is there. Hi, can you play Smash Mouth? Man, I wish we could play Smash Mouth. I mean, <laughs> we were talking about can them play rec- some Smash Mouth. We were, we were talking about them recently. There's a movie called Rat Race. Do you remember that one? I do remember Rat Race. Uh, Didn't watch it. They're they're featured in that one. It's so, yeah, so good. It's just, yeah. See, Look at it's that. a race. It's a race. See, this is why I got the the recorders so we can learn how to play any song people request. What? Okay. Somebody told me the <laughs> The problem with that song. Mm. And I want to get to Akeka and the recorders. The problem with that song, you hear that song. You hear that song, mm-hmm. you start singing. Oh, yeah. They, I went to, I don't you think start. this was, I went to a bachelor party in Vegas once. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was for Cody's. I had another friend's. I can't, I can't remember which was which, but Smash Mouth was playing there on, um, not on the strip, but what's the uh, Old Town area? Oh, yeah, Fremont Street. Fremont Street. Which is and a fun area. It's amazing. Go there. Dirty. Like wash your hands afterwards, Dirty. but don't amazing. eat the needles. But no, man, do not. Great. And they were it was just a, a live like just a live show, and then they were just performing there. Just like you can just walk up and start watching Smash Mouth. Yeah, they play right in the street. They play the same song five times in a row, probably. The, uh, the, you know, but it's that thing. It's like like you said, you just like some nobody. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. nobody wants. To. And then you going. give into the moment. Yeah, Ikaika, can you on the recorder play "Shallow" by uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? Mm. Uh, before that, Sh- where's Smash Mouth from? Uh, are they from Pittsburgh? Are they no? They're probably from San Jose, Oakland. They're from San Jose. San oh. Jose. Yeah, I just did a job. Your hometown. All right, so get, uh, play shallow. Can you can you sing me a little bit of it, or just like hum it, okay. and I'll try and tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? All right, all right I think I got it. I still never seen the new. I've never like okay. seventeen. I've of those never movies. seen. Uh, never seen. It. Can song. you get it? Can you get it? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Feel like I'm at the World Cup. <laughs> this, uh, that sounded like a clown car went off a cliff and all Got the clowns ran over were by dying. a truck. <laughs> yes, no, yeah. that that sound is uh, is that the the whistle, the, <laughs> the slide whistle. You know, every uh, every uh, talk show should have a, a musical band leader. Uh, right oh, now, uh, Ikaika's recorder is is what it is. Is the leader of that? I've yes. never seen the updated version of uh, Stars Born. Right. Yeah, I like Bradley Cooper. No problem. I I I'm a fan of Gaga. There's mm-hmm. there's a case I was talking the stuff up top with Britney and everything. It's mm-hmm. like Gaga's one that I was uh, f- when she first came on the scene wearing a meat dress and all stuff. I was like, what is this mm-hmm. idiot doing? <laughs> and then I saw her on SNL and I just was like, this is a talented person. She's very talented. Yeah. Who am I? Whether I like the music or not, who uh-huh. am I to be like? Who is this meat yeah. wearing? Just shut up, Ken. But I've grown to appreciate her. She uh yeah she performed with Metallica once too. And, and Tony I, Bennett, she's right yeah. all over mm-hmm. the place. Yeah. She knows she she rocks yeah. I've never seen Starsman. Mm-hmm. 
about every two weeks, I'll be just walking in the house, and suddenly I'll be like, tell me something. I'm like, what? I This song's in my brain. Yeah, I just know the, I just want to look at you one last time. Or I don't think you said it like that, but kind of, yeah. In the shallow, shallow. I, that was just another, that's a movie where I was just, yeah, it's probably good. It's prob- They've, If they're going to make it eight times, <laughs> it's probably good. It's probably good. This is okay. I know you you love movies way more than I do. I, mm-hmm. I totally get it. I, yeah. I get it. But a lot of people, you know, I know a lot of people think it's a gimmick or a bit where I'm like, I don't watch movies. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat true. It's yeah. somewhat up. I mm-hmm. saw Black Widow, loved it. I keep raving mm-hmm. about it. So I was at the screening. Shill. I- ignored every person there. I just don't like my business. But yeah, um, that's fair. Other than Ellis. And even then, it was only because of the food. But um, <laughs> um, I'll see a movie mm-hmm. on a trailer mm-hmm. and I'll be like, I mean, it's probably it's good. It's probably good. For the most part. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not nearly in it as much. Like, I'm not... um, Our Mm -hmm. Discord is awesome Mm -hmm. because they'll post, you know, either stories or breaking news or trailers and stuff. Yeah. And for the most part, I'll I'll see it and be like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll probably watch that at some point. And then then I just move on. I'll just move on. And sometimes you miss... Like, I finally saw Inception. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Just It was like two weeks ago. Good. It's pretty good. It's new, okay, <laughs> it's, it's but pretty good. I fell asleep in it. Oh, I'll oh, see. There you go. I was watching with Grace and the Family, and a yeah. lot of things going. On. I'm not. And again, there's that is not me saying it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan knows how to make a film. Yeah, film. yeah. He makes a picture. Mm-hmm. I he just, saved cinema. Saved. He saved cinema. But I was watching that one, and I just was like, at at this point, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I find myself falling asleep during movies more and more now, which is <laughs> kind of cool. Um, I think that's just me getting older too, yeah. and just taking power naps here and there. Power nap is good. So just like sometimes she's like, you know, I want to watch this movie, and then I'm like, not because I'm bored, but I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> I can't remember the last one where I started it and I fell asleep. I didn't finish it, and I was yeah. like, the rest of that was pro. Oh, it was uh, uh, the Jumanji remake or the, yeah. the sequel. The sequel. The first one. I know there's like I think there's like two or three now. Yeah. I, I think I started that, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up and it was over. I was like, the second half was pretty good. The second half was, pretty was, good. was probably pretty but good. But you fell asleep and you woke up and the Robin Williams one was playing. And you're just like, this, <sighs> are they all look the same? I mean, yeah. 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 You a theme park guy at all? Do you like? Mm, yeah. It doesn't strike me as you dangerous. Are. You don't like them or you just? I don't like roller coasters. I don't. I, but there, there, okay. are, there are exceptions. Okay. And um, for the sake of, of I don't know. Being yeah. forced on it, I, I will go on it, but I won't be happy about it. But you, Sonny, you like you know, horror pictures, but you don't like the roller coasters. No. Which, okay, but I mean, just in general, mm-hmm. roller coasters aside, if I was like, hey, next Tuesday we're going to Disneyland, you want to get a turkey leg and hang out in line, would you go? I might actually be going. I am going to Disneyland next Tuesday. No, not next Tuesday, but I'm going to <laughs> Disneyland in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Is that part of the deal you made with Amber? <laughs> yeah, we got to go to Disneyland at least one. They're not doing a... Passes right now, or it's, they're uh, what do you call it? Season passes. Even right my now. beloved LA Zoo, I have to go get reservations. Oh, okay. I, I want to go. I, I'm a it's member. Weird times. Weird and times. I, and I just want to go hang out uh, by the meerkats and uh, do some yeah. riding. I actually want to oh, do some riding over there at, at the zoo. At the zoo. Oh, yeah. you can just peaceful. Hang out. Yeah, yeah, that's peaceful. pretty cool. Um, you're riding. You're trying to concentrate, and all of a sudden you hear like, quack, quack, quack. and they're like, you know what? This yeah. character is going to be a monkey now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disneyland, I'm fine with. I've been on pretty much. I had. I've had passes at Disneyland a couple times. I've been on. Pretty tell. much everything. Yeah. Knott's Berry Farm, I've actually been on everything. Okay. Much to like Amber forcing me to be. No, I don't, you don't like, like it. that one? I don't like it. I don't like Accelerator. I've done that one on the top of the stratosphere. That takes oh, you up oh Vegas. no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I, I get scared easily by the ride. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. Um, I don't like I don't like heights. I hate heights. Heights terrify me. Heights, I love heights. The idea of falling is a nightmare of mine. Oh, yeah. Ever yeah. Been, ever been to the Grand Canyon? No. I want to. You should go. I won't look over. Yeah, but see that, that. I'm telling you, and 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 di- no disrespect to anyone who who's lost their lives at the Grand Canyon. It happens often. But I, I don't went. Go now. Yeah. I, well, I went in like '08, and I was doing some read. I was reading, researching some stuff before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they've got to have rails, and they mostly <laughs> don't. No rails. They mostly don't. Ugh. And the amount of people that have boop boop do the recorder. <laughs> boop boop. They go. Uh. <laughs> There you go. That's when the, that's cool I, I really do mean no disrespect to those people. Well, yeah, of course. But um, there should be railings there. So there's one section that is mm-hmm. a couple out- outlooks, overlooks, whatever. And yeah. so I get, I'm getting my picture taken, and it's it's on my MySpace page. Robbie still goes to my MySpace Whoa. page, and I'm on 
the railing, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this, and like my hand is white. And it's like, probably really windy too. I, yeah. I imagine it could be, could be. Okay. And while we're taking this photo, on the other side of the railing, there's two kids playing, Just rolling around in the snow. And the snow, nothing you can grip easily. And and it's that and a fall. That's just the parents would be like, just just one more inch. The just pucker factor inch. was the 120%. Yeah, I won't roll that dice. Yeah. I don't like... You got to go, though, but you just got to get far back. Yeah. I mean, when when we were in uh, Chicago for, mm-hmm. for one of the Schmodowns, Cody and I went to... It's not called the Sears Tower anymore. I don't know what it's called now, but... It's called the Robinson's May Tower. Is that true? No, oh, it's, <laughs> it's called the... Sure! It's where are we the, in the Robinson's May Tower? It's the Macy's Tower. It's yeah. a Macy's Tower. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We were in the big, tall one, the tallest building yeah. in, like, the U.S. Um, and because uh, we were just like, that's when we, we got snowed in. We were walking oh, around Chicago. Great, like, what are we going to do? It was kind of a great day. It was wonderful. Um, that yeah. city, Chicago, is amazing. Um, so we were just, we were walking around. We were like, you want to go to the top? And I was like, not really, but all right. So we went up there. Yeah. And just even just that view, I was just like, in the elevator. In the yeah. elevator, I was terrified. Do you feel, you feel it in your groin? Do you feel yeah. that pain, that phantom, that, like, you're like, oh boy. That's when like yeah. the anxiety starts to yeah. kick in, and yeah. like usually for me when anxiety kicks in, like you know I'll have like little quirks here and there, but yeah. I'll try not to show it as much. But I like I'm feeling it, and then there the whole time Cody will tell you I was just like I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, the, the the elevator ride alone is yeah. just terrifying. Just to think like uh, there's all this space underneath me. I don't like the elevator at the Luxor because it's like oh it's it's sideways it's right diagonal. diagonal it's weird it's stupid yeah anxiety uh, high anxiety does start in the crotch i feel that's oh, where yeah. you're like kaika how are you doing heights i just looked it up and you know Sears went out of business it's called the spirit halloween tower that's pretty funny that's a really good joke that's good you could play a recorder bit for that at that one there That'd be amazing. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Late to the party. I don't know. I, I, I really am convinced it's Robert and Vanessa typing every other word. At the height, uh, we all would think, God help us, we're in the hands of the engineers. It's so true. It's mm. so true. The the imagine, uh, the, the trust we have to every intersection you walk or drive through, you're putting them out of trust in strangers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, um, I think maybe we're a lot of the, we're just getting into some core stuff here. I think it. maybe the... The origins of my fear of heights yeah. might have come from the first time I went to New York. Okay. It might have because um, that was kind of the first time I went to the Empire State Building, like went to the top and just, whoa, horrifying. I been to the top. Um, but also my first time going to New York was in December of 2001. Oh. Months after 9-11. Yeah. yeah. And that was still years, yeah. very like just in everyone's minds. And so flying mm. there, we visited... Um, ground zero and everything it's just yeah like it, it like crazy to see all of that yeah um and then you know me we we went to the empire state building at nighttime and just the whole time it was just mm. on my mind like yeah what if what if what, what if? if and then you see because um mm. uh jfk you can see the planes in the distance right, you just right. see all the lights i'm just like oh my yeah. god those aren't far away right right, right. and so a lot of that is just well, like how young? Oh. How young were you at that time? You know, you're twenty years ago now. Two thousand one. So I was forty-one. Eight years old. Wow. Oh yeah, that's the nine, nine. Nine. Yeah, that's yeah. but even that's that's you're you're trying to you're trying to process a lot there. A lot. Yeah. I yeah. I mean you know even still like I didn't fully understand what was happening. Yeah. yeah. At that time. That you know? that's uh that's 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 a lot. That's yeah. A lot. Mm. So um yeah okay yeah, that's just, why you run. That's why I run. You that's, run so you don't kill. It's my one of my favorite lines. I think it was either the mummy. Or the Mummy Returns, yeah. uh, Odair Fair's character, Odin yeah. Fair. I forget. He plays uh, the Magi. Yeah. He's like, why can't you people keep your feet on the ground? It's just like, yes. <laughs> stay. We we're, we're yeah. meant to and, be here on the ground. And HeroGen 101 says something that we, I think, all experience. Mm-hmm. Fear can come from your impulse to want to jump subconsciously. I have, I am definitely one of those people that deals yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the Sherman Oaks Galleria, big famous mall here. There's a mm-hmm. giant office building on it. My friend was at one point was the operations manager there, and, and we were and we went to the top level. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, I got to get away. I kind of want to jump. And he was like, What are you talking? I was like, I, It just seems crazy. I got to get away. Like this weird urge. That like weird what if? Sensation. What if? Yeah. The mind, the human mind. You should make some films about that. Why don't you oh. inception that up? I mean, there's a lot of material to go off of. Like, human beings are just terrible. That was one thing I learned from 2020. Yeah. We don't deserve anything. We're all just terrible. That's where my cynical and anger comes out. It's just seeing 
all this aggression and all this anger so and how reactionary we are just as human beings. Like someone yeah. says one oh, thing yeah, and true. then everybody loses their minds. Yeah, it, it's not even about uh, Twitter culture, none of that stuff. Yeah. It's just we as a human human being uh, oh, we as a human being yeah. we as a as, as, as humanity a humanity humanity been, human beings have been crazy since the dawn of man well look you know suddenly you got uh, all the toilet paper in your front seat and, yeah. and plastic bags of gasoline in your yeah. back seat it just it's it, that that i'm with you this last year and a half i think there's great joys and, and lessons to take out of yeah. it things to find we love mm -hmm. finding the good here at this channel yeah but also yeah you just look around and you go everyone's instinct is uh, them first yeah it's a natural selfish thing from children on and we have to fight against that every day yeah we we just can't be patient with things we have mm -hmm, to have mm -hmm. everything right here and now and we have to have all the answers you know yep. when the cdc was giving out answers and you know a couple of days later they would change those answers i was like well yep. that's how science works it's just it's one thing one day and it's another another day now yep. could it have been handled better maybe they could have yeah. held on information you know and i was and i even have sympathy for 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 the, the leaders and it's just like it's oh poor trump i know no, <laughs> God. i'm kidding either way it's like the it's easiest good. it's the easiest one to it's make good it's the good. easiest one to uh make. matthew stokes with a uh, super chat says good morning for the uk still loving ah. everything you do i'm so glad he said still Mm -hmm. uh, what, if you said, what if you said still trying to love everything oh. you do here mm -hmm. also yep 9-11 at home here too i'll never forget that day 21 at the time yeah i was uh uh, 24 at the mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 24, 25. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's, it's cliche. You know, they, they they say never forget, obviously. But I you know, yeah, vividly you remember being glued to the TV. I, my parents didn't want me to go to school. Yeah. Um, and then um, they didn't, like, bring in a TV to our classrooms. We kind of just, our teacher mm -hmm. just sat there and just, tr poor teachers, like trying to yeah. explain to third graders what was happening in the world. Yeah. But I remember passing by the, the teacher's lounge, and they were all just colluded the television set the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Challenger was like that for me, too. I remember mm. Reagan's assassination back in the olden days. But uh, but I had no memory. You know, so young, I kind of only only remembered a little bit. But yeah, yeah, the, the memories, I can't believe 20 years ago, and not to suddenly turn this into a 9-11 conversation, but right. it, it, we are our first time. And like, the memories of that moment, and I was always watching, but also memories of... Uh, I was working graveyards at the time mm -hmm. uh, at the mall, and like three in the morning, sitting outside the back of our office and hearing military jets just flying over patrolling LA. And it's like, what is happening? And yeah. it's kind of like the last year and a half where you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. I mean, the start of this year, mm -hmm. uh, the, <laughs> the Capitol riots, like, <laughs> it's just, a, you're like, what is such happening? Weird times. And yeah. what's, what's even set, more sad about it is how desensitized I think we've become to all of it because of yeah. everything that is. Not just this past year, but just it's, you know, school shootings and yeah. uh, just yeah, yeah, just everything, uh, just terrible, the, just terrible uh, stuff. Empathy, which is so slightly different, obviously, from compassion and sympathy, but mm -hmm. it's all in the same ballpark. But empathy, which yeah. uh, I think is, is is a key word a lot of people um, mm -hmm. say. So yeah, um, we're we're not done quite yet here. I got mm -hmm. some stuff coming up here. Uh, this is uh, this is I haven't really officially named this segment here. Okay, just okay. go. This is uh, I'm calling it maybe tell the truth. Um, I don't know. Keka, what do you think? I like tell the truth. Tell the truth. Okay. Tell well, the truth. Tell, I, th I think I made a card for it, but I don't think I uploaded it yet. I wasn't. Give I was a Will Smith con concussion yeah. soundbite. Tell the truth. Tell me the All truth. Right. <clears throat> I think I already know the answer. If you had one superpower, would you use it to kill people? <laughs> no. I'm angry, but I'm not a monster. <laughs> I don't think any. Nobody should kill. Don't kill. Uh, yeah, no, no, don't, no kill. don't kill. Don't kill. Uh, don't well, kill. No, no, no. Kill. I mean, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying who. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, mean, I like, can tell you who. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Is it similar to the Twitter mute list you and I share? Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. All right. Okay. You, you answered that one there pretty well. Akaka, would you, if you had a superpower, one superpower, would you kill someone? Uh, I would contemplate it, but I wouldn't kill anyone. That's good. You're both superheroes. I, I wouldn't be able to deal with like yeah, the aftermath would. of that. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> but you're a superhero. You'd sleep point. like a baby the next yeah. night. I'm not Homelander. I can't just go out and do that. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. Uh, all right. If you could only go to one drive through for the rest of your life, which one is it and why is it Del Taco? <sighs> Del Taco's... I mean, I have to... I gotta show up because yeah. it doesn't get a lot of support, but I gotta go Arby's. You and Ash Crossing, the only I just saw, yeah, someone posted it in our Discord the other day. I was just like, yeah, only, that's right. Uh, I, I gotta get Ash on. Jason the show Inman to too. Jason Inman you, came on in our show one time, and he's like, I love Arby's, and we just became best friends at that moment. 
Okay, sell me on that dry bread floppy meat sandwich. You know what's funny, too, is like I only get the regular roast beef. I don't get the crazy items or anything. Okay. I just get the plain roast beef and bread. That's it. It's just... What do you put on it? Horseradish? No, oh, uh, no Horseradish? I, I, I'll dip it in their like, Arby's sauce or maybe some ketchup. That's it. What's Arby's sauce? What's in it? I, I haven't been in Arby's in, since like it's probably, 2005. It's probably illegal for them to distill it's that dis- information. But Ikaika, what do you feel about Arby's? Careful. I think I've only been there like three times in my entire life. Oh, you life. should go there a fourth. Where's one in town? <laughs> Is there still one here? Because uh, they like started West, West Hollywood. It's yeah, like they, the closest one. They started plucking those out of yeah. town. I always said they've got all the meats, none of the stores. <laughs> they have the best um, social media person, though. They're pretty oh, funny. Oh yeah, it's, they're pretty funny online. Arby's, yeah. Arby's man, it's it's like they serve the meat sweats in the burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, come, yeah. they mm-hmm. come as a topping. Oh yeah. Those are that's, uh, that's the uh, sauce. Arby's. Sauce. That's the sauce. Arby's is like me eating Arby's is so bad. I won't tell anybody I went because I'm just like yeah. borderline ashamed that I went. I mean, it's better I, going there than Jesus Chicken, right? Yeah. <laughs> I told myself I would not go there for all of June. Yeah. That's Ju- a, June first. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! But you, you're still supportive. Uh, course, Sammy yeah. Leon Mendoza over there at El Paso says I used to throw up every time I ate Arby's. I don't know what was happening. I haven't had since. Here's the thing. You throw uh, up after alcohol. Here's the thing. And, and, and you know, Kaika mentions uh, Arby's has a great social media team. Uh, you know, get behind this. I can be convinced by them. Mm. I, I, you know, and I know mostly I try to stick to vegan or cut out meat and everything, mm-hmm. but but uh, let me do this. Yeah, I'll do. It. Convince me why, and I'll give you a shot, Arby's. Yeah. No, I mean, look, if if they had a store that's I haven't been to Arby's in a minute, just because. I have to drive so, so far to get it. And yeah. then also, it's like, if I'm going to get a Kay. roast beef sandwich, I might as well go to Felipe's instead. Oh, Felipe's. I mean, this is great. Or Felipe's, however Philippe's, you want Philippe's, I think it. it's yeah. Felipe's. Yeah. However you want to it. And for those who don't, it's an L.A. just uh, iconic restaurant. It's amazing. It, it's, it's where they, 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 it's one of the places that claims to invented the French dip, which, you know, I'm yeah, sure there's always. disagree. It's been around for 100 years. Yeah. And, and before Dodger game, a lot of people had there. Yeah. Uh, That's the spot to go to. It was to cash before. only. I think it's still cash only. No, you can do card now. Finally? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, you, you walk in, you, you just you, be, you just go three, and they just put three on the plate, mm-hmm. maybe a potato salad and yeah. something like that. They and have, you, like, a variety of, of how, much, would, how much do you want it dipped. Yeah. I would love to go there with the wingers. Oh, let's do it. I would I love to. Like, I know Cody. Brian's been there. I don't know if Cody's been there. I don't know if he likes the roast beef sandwiches. I can't remember if Look, he has. Look, the roast been, beef sandwich is a hard sell. It's vaguely sexual. It's a hard. It's just a hard sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're not there for it, you're not there for it. But I, I think a French dip. I think he could do it. Ugh, it's so good. I love we'll me a French dip. Yeah. Final question here in this segment here. What was your best batting average in baseball? <laughs> oh God. Do you remember? I'd be lucky if I hit 300. Um, do you remember? Did you, did you one of those kids that kept your stats? No, no. Uh, as soon as I mean, yeah, it gets it got real serious. Travel ball got real serious, but yeah. you know we weren't entirely. You know we were still farting around, hitting each other in the nuts and stuff, just yeah, being stupid that's okay. boys. That's okay. Um, but no, I didn't. I didn't, like in high school, I didn't keep track of uh, what's the stats. What's the what's the stat website they use in high school? Uh, High school? I don't know. Baseballreference.com. Maybe is it's college. I, I don't know. Uh, no, I wouldn't keep track of any of that. The, no, didn't okay. care. Didn't right. care that much. Asked and answered. My best batting average in uh, high school softball PE, I used mm-hmm. to keep stats of that, it was like 856. Woo! Believe it or not, I could play pretty good. Hell yeah. I could play pretty good. I wasn't that great of a batter. Christy anyway. uh, McGee's vaguely sexual sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you did well. You, I think did I you, do well? Did you I, told the I truth. You told the truth. I, I do my best. We're almost done, but uh, right now we're going to go to great moments in sports history. Ooh. Great moments in sports history. June 9th, 1999. New York Mets manager Bobby Valentine is tossed out of a game against the Toronto Blue Jays in the 12th inning. Spurned on by Robin Ventura and Oral Hershiser, Valentine dons sunglasses and makes a fake mustache out of two strands of eye black tape and returns to the dugout. The amused umpires eventually discover the mission preposterous idea and re-kick him out of the game. He is then fined $5,000 and suspended for two games. A small price to pay for being a legend. Bobby V can't believe that was that long ago. We are almost out of here, but before we do, something we're always going to do on the show here. It's a segment uh, we call 
You got you got that you got that down. We call what we learned. Oh, what we learned today. Uh oh. Um, I think what we learned today is one: uh, take a little time to show some empathy towards others. Whether it's a, a pop star like Britney Spears over the years who was uh, turned into something maybe she didn't even want to be, or whether it's a, a, a worker at Arby's who's just trying to do their work while you're yelling, "Your sandwich looks like a beep." Just show a little empathy. Oh, that's why it's good. Also, uh, follow your dreams, and if you want to build a studio in your set, in your a set in your house, yeah, make a make a compromise, make a deal with the one you love, mm-hmm. and then build that studio. Build it. Also, if you're gonna uh, eat your uh, shame, make sure it's a strawberry icebox uh, lemonade cake. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I even said that right. That's part of what we learned here today. We also learned today that Ikaika Shively loves his recorder. <laughs> he loves that recorder. And potential murderer. And and uh, he admits that he would think about murdering people. Think about it. It's all about what we learned today. It sounded like a woman's cry. It does sound like a a, a, a plaintive the the plaintive wail of a of a ghostly woman like haunting. Uh, I'm still scared from Paranormal Activity three. By the way, it's oh, a great movie. Different conversation. Yeah. Uh, that is it for this week. We are done with the first episode of Ken Goes Live, a show that's uh, going to be spectacular in in in, in the sense that we're going to tinker, we're going to tinker, we're going to have fun. I just needed to get the first one out. We had a wonderful guest to do that, Christian Ruvacaba. Tell them uh, where they can find you because mm-hmm. I want them if they're not super familiar with your work at the Wanger Show, mm-hmm. get over there and do it. You got some wonderful videos, watch alongs all those things, and tell mm-hmm. them the details. Well, thank you for having me. It's mm-hmm. only uphill from here. It's you got you have. Have to start, yeah, low at you know the bottom to. of the uh, b- b- below the barrel. Um, yeah, uh, you can uh, find all of our stuff. Amateur Films. It's a YouTube channel where we do mm-hmm. podcasting, do uh, movie commentaries, short films, and sketches. We're working on a brand new sketch right now that'll hopefully be released in the next uh, few weeks. And uh, yeah, Wanger shows live every Monday, eight p.m. PT. Yeah. Just having fun, podcasting, doing all the silly stuff. And uh, yeah. And uh, the, that sketch, was that the one? Uh, that I sent you, The yeah. one I sent you? Yeah, are you, yeah. you, well, you going to cut it down or longer? Make it longer? Are you going to cut it down? Yeah, I might. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll cut it down. We we're, we're doing a lot of the graphic stuff for it. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see how it flows once we have everything in there. see it there. Yeah. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. This show alternates with the afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda, so that will be up next week. And then after that, was that July 15th, uh, we have uh, our guest coming in here. I even made the card. I'm so ahead of the game here. Look, Look at, at this. Uh, guest coming on in here. Uh, Zara Lisbon survives the apocalypse. Author, poet, all-around uh, cool person is going to come on in here, and we're going to uh, talk about so many things. Uh, she's got a, a, a great book called uh, Baby's First Apocalypse. It's a mm. collection of poems, and we're going to talk about all that. So look for that on July 15th. The normal time will be about 4.30 p.m. Pacific time because of uh, other things going on here in the studio during the day. So that is it for now for Kaika Shively, who made us this beautiful color arrangement and the great camera angles, and Brian Ward for making uh, the lower thirds Amazing. and all the things I love and making me feel like a... Feel like a natural uh, man. Pay that uh, man. Pay him. <laughs> pay Brian Ward. Actually, I, I owe him for this. I still have to pay I, him. I have to pay him for that. All right, that is it. We'll see you next time here on the Good People Association. Go to gpa.fun for more. Bye, friends. Bye.